Hi everyone, I'm Dave Chapman and you're listening to The Science of Social Media, a weekly social media podcast from Buffer, covering all the latest stories, insights, experimentation and learnings to help you and your brand succeed online. Welcome to episode 183. I'm Bonnie Porter and in this episode we're talking about how to run social media marketing experiments. The social media landscape is always changing, and as marketers, one of the best things we can do to ensure our content is always breaking through is to test things, run experiments, and analyze the results data. In this episode, we'll be sharing the framework that we use to run social media experiments here at Buffer, as well as sharing some ideas for experiments you can run to give your own social media efforts a boost. A warm welcome to the show, everyone. Let's kick it off. This show is called The Science of Social Media because, well, we believe that mastering social media is a little like science. You come up with ideas or hypotheses, put them to the test, and see what works. Over the years, we've shared plenty of tips and tactics to help you with social media marketing. But one thing we haven't really done so well is explain the how when it comes to running social media experiments. Today, you'll learn the six simple steps that we use to run social media experiments. And we'll also share some experiment ideas that you can get started with right away. Running social media experiments can be hard, especially when you're not sure where to start. But we believe it's crucial to start by setting some goals. For example, let's compare the performance of two Facebook posts. Post A received 100 likes, 100 shares, 10 clicks, and 5,000 impressions. And post B received 10 likes, 10 shares, 100 clicks, and 1,000 impressions. So deciding which post performs best depends on what you're looking to achieve. If you're focused on engagement, you'd likely say post A with 100 likes, 100 shares and 5,000 impressions performed best. But if you're trying to generate traffic for your website, it's post B with 100 clicks as the clear winner. But if you were trying to generate traffic to your website, post B with 100 clicks was the clear winner. So this is why you should think about and set your goals before running any experiment. When it comes to thinking about goals for your social media experiments, you could explore metrics like reach or impressions, engagement, traffic, leads, or even revenue. For us, our main goals for social media are engagement and brand building. So we focus more on our social media reach, engagement, and following than traffic, leads, or revenue. Having said that, not everything we publish has to focus exclusively on our main goals. And the reason we say that is that even though our overall social media goal is engagement and the majority of our posts are meant for generating engagement, we have some posts that are aimed at driving traffic to our website. For an example of this, check out our show notes. With your goal set, it's now time to start coming up with experiment ideas. At Buffer, we like to create a hypothesis around each of our ideas using a simple framework. This framework basically enables us to visualize what success will look like, and it consists of three statements that we need to complete. If we, then, and because. For example, if we curate the most engaging posts from other Facebook pages, then we can grow our Facebook reach by 10% because the content is proven to be popular and will be engaging for our audience. But even with this framework in place, we sometimes hit a creative block when it comes to generating experiment ideas. At these times, there are a few things we try to get our creativity flowing. First, we head to our favorite industry blogs. Now, this is my favorite method because there's so much written about social media marketing every single day. Listicles and case studies of successful social media tactics can be a great source of inspiration for experiment ideas. 
The second method we use to spark experiment ideas is to follow social media trends. For example, since Vine peaked, short-form videos have been on the rise, with apps like Byte and TikTok inspiring a new generation of creators and new types of content. So this trend could inspire a new experiment, and we could test out short-form video on our buffer accounts to see what resonates. Paying attention to industry publications and influencers is a great way to stay on top of trends. Another way we like to come up with experiment ideas is to watch and learn from competitors and creators in our industry. We simply ask ourselves, what have they been doing that is worth us trying? Of course, what works for another brand might not always work for your audience. But if you think an idea is suitable for your business, I would encourage you to think about how you can adapt it for your audience. There are some free tools you can use to track industry leaders and competitors. The first tool we use is the Facebook Ads Library. This enables you to see all of the ads a page is currently running. It's a great way to find some inspiration and see what the most creative brands in your industry are doing. On Twitter, you could add your favorite companies to a Twitter list. To create a Twitter list, click on Lists in the left-hand navigation on Twitter.com. Then click on Create New List. So once you have a list of experiment ideas, the next step is prioritization. A prioritization framework we like to use at Buffer is the ICE score. Now, we believe this was first shared by the team at Growth Hackers. ICE is an acronym that stands for Impact, Confidence and Ease. Impact means the possible impact of the idea on your goal. Confidence ranks how confident you feel about the success of the experiment. And ease represents how easy this experiment will be to implement. For each experiment, give each of those three factors a score from 1 to 10. The overall score is determined by taking the average of the three scores. And you should start with the experiment that has the highest score. Let's walk through a few examples here. Experiment A. In this experiment, we'll be curating popular industry content to share on our Facebook page. We rate the impact as 6, confidence 8, and ease is also 8. So overall, this experiment would get an ICE score of 7.3. For experiment B, we'll be partnering with micro-influencers to grow our Instagram reach. We rate the impact 8, confidence 4, and ease 3. So overall, the ICE score is 5. Based on these ICE scores, we prioritise experiment A over experiment B due to its higher score. While this process can be a little time-consuming at the start, it's important. It'll help you think through each of your social media experiments, ideas in detail, and help you to prioritise your time in order to focus on the most impactful experiments. And after a while, you should be able to build up a good intuition about the potential of ideas without having to score every single idea. With your test prioritized, now the fun really starts. You're ready to test your top ideas. There are a few things you want to be mindful of when testing. Ideally, you want to test one thing at a time to understand what's making a difference. So for example, if you want to test your ad copy as an experiment, it would be best to keep the other elements of your ad the same. Otherwise, you won't know if the copy, the content, or the CTA cause one variation to outperform the other. You'll also want to ensure you choose the right metrics to measure the results of your experiment. This is where the goals you set earlier will be helpful. For instance, if you want to maximize your social media reach, you might want to look at metrics like reach or impressions to measure success. It's also important to run one experiment at a time. Similar to the first point we mentioned, doing so lets you know which experiment moved the needle. We would also recommend that you run each experiment for at least a week. Now, this isn't entirely scientific, but I believe a week is sufficient for the results to be seen. For larger experiments, such as shifting your social strategy to posting more videos, for example, you might want to test it for a month to a quarter. The bigger the experiment, the longer it should be tested to make sure you're getting a clear view of your results. Finally, you'll want to analyze your results to see if your experiment has been a success. Here are some questions you should ask yourself. 
Did it achieve the results I expected? If so, why? Did any other factors contribute to the success or failure? Can I learn anything else from this experiment? To help you with your experiment tracking, we've created a simple tracking template. You can find this in the article linked in the show notes. Feel free to make a copy and modify it to your liking. When running large marketing experiments, it's important to look at the statistical significance of the results. This helps to ensure that the result isn't a fluke and can be repeated successfully. But for social media experiments, especially short run experiments, it might not always be feasible. And that's because your sample size, so the number of people who see your post, isn't within your control. My non-scientific recommendation here is to repeat the experiment a few times and see if the result remains the same. If the result can be repeated, you can consider turning the experiment into a regular part of your social media strategy. This framework will help you plan, run, and analyze your social media marketing experiments. First, set goals, then brainstorm experiment ideas, prioritize your ideas using the I-score, run your experiments, analyze the results, and finally repeat to see if it can be repeated successfully. To help give you a helping hand and kickstart your experiment brainstorming, here are a few areas you could think about. Posting time. You could post when your followers are online or alternatively try posting at quieter times to see if that helps your post to break through. Post frequency is also a fun one to experiment with. Here at Buffer, we often experiment with posting more and also less to see which has the biggest impact for us. We also love to experiment with headlines and copy. A few things you could try in this area include using short headlines or captions with your posts, adding emojis to your copy, using social proof to back up your headline. For more experiment ideas, check out the link in our show notes. In this article, you'll find a mega list of 87 experiments for you to try. We hope you find this framework useful and would love to hear how you get on with it. Thank you so much for tuning into the Science of Social Media today. As always, we deeply appreciate your kind ratings and reviews on iTunes. If you'd ever like to get in touch with myself or Bonnie, we're always here for you on social media at the hashtag Buffer Podcast. And you can also send us an email anytime at hello at buffer.com. Looking forward to next Monday, everyone.